there, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Ghost Hunters podcast. I hope we are all keeping well in our lockdown and we're all staying safe and we are all doing well to deal with our mental health. This is why we're doing something like this, to keep you active for the next couple of 20 minutes or so. So, But please don't feel like you're alone, guys. You have people to talk to out there. If you do feel alone, just drop us a message on one of our social media platforms. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we'll get back to you. We can have a little chat. Don't have to be about ghosts or paranormal. But, you know, if you're feeling down, just come along, have a chat with us. There's no need to be alone, okay? So today's uh, podcast, guys, is about sort of our spiritual being and maybe a, another dimension to it, okay? Um, and we're very lucky to have a former ghost hunter, one of our team members, Joe Downs, is with us. Are you there, Joe? Hi, Russ. You all right? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Am I coming over loud and proud? You are coming over absolutely brilliantly, Joe. Yes. I just want to start off by saying thank you for uh, joining us today. Um, if I let you just introduce yourself to the, the wonderful viewer world. Yeah, well, um, as, you, as you said, my name's Joe Downs, and um, I joined... Essex Ghost Hunters, I can't remember what year it was now, Russ. Can it was you? quite earlier on. Um, 2013? I would, say, I would say a bit earlier than that, 2012? It might have been 2012, because really that's when I really sort of um, got into spiritualism. I met um, Simon, as the viewers, listeners um, probably know. The old Simon's goldfish. One of the, sorry? The old goldfish, don't yeah. remember anything. <laughs> well, I met Simon in 2012 um, on his doorstep, funny enough, and I saw that he had an Essex Ghost Hunters motif on his jumper, and we got chatting away, um, talking about Most Haunted. That was quite um, a joint sort of um, passion that we had, watching Most Haunted, even though they sort of fell out of grace a little bit, Russ, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they have, but as I say, they're still doing it, so it's I still watch it. Still yeah, watch I, think it. Still, I think they really sort of introduced all of us into it in a big way, don't you think? Yes, I think the I think a lot of these teams that are out there now have a lot to thank Most Haunted for. I think so. They've, they've got their bad side, Most Haunted, but I think they've introduced a lot of good into it. Yes, I, I, I know a lot of these teams will slag them off and things like that, and won't have anything to do with them and blah, blah, blah. But I, I can guarantee you, I bet at least half their members got into the paranormal field because of that, especially earlier days of Most Haunted. Yeah. So anyway, I met Simon and, and obviously we had a sort of similar passion. And he, we just got chatting and he said, um, do you fancy coming on, a, on, a, on a, an event with us? And I said, yeah, that'd be great. And um, I'll, I'll sort of cut to the chase. We went to Harwich Fault and... <laughs> had an experience in the cell blocks as you know you're laughing <laughs> um, and that was that was like that was pretty amazing it wasn't just the cell experience it was the, it was the the first time that I felt them dousing rods move not felt them but watched them move as I was sort of you know sort of getting responses from spirit was asking questions and you sort of gave me the, the rods and said look hold them like this and you know just just trust it and and lo and behold we asked a question and and the rods moved and i was like blown away by that and that was my introduction into paranormal investigate investigations 
We can't. We, we definitely cannot talk about. We can't talk <laughs> about this without mentioning the famous night in the cells, though, Joe. Can we? No, I want. I want. But that, that's still contentious now, isn't it? Because I still feel there was something really nasty in there. But you felt there was a bit of hysteria in there as well. Yeah, I would say there's a bit of both in there. To be fair, because you know there was definitely a presence because we heard that walking towards us. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to take. I'm not going to take that away from anybody. But I was standing no. right by the door, but the energy in the room for that split second, there was there was definitely something that went on. Mm, definitely. Anyway, so um, from then on, I went on many events with you guys, and um, I must say it was you know, a momentous part of my life. I, I don't regret it at all. I, I did come out of it, you know, I did leave the, leave your group, and you know, it, looking back, it was a fantastic experience. Um, but some of the experiences you now will stick, stand out in my memory, um, like Cash's Well, that comes up quite a lot in your your chats i think it was brought up with sandra the other day yeah she loves the place so um, loves the place as well i've got some recordings from there just going off track a little bit i've got some recordings from there that I've, I've been saying to you i need to dig them out and we could try and put them in another podcast perhaps later on yeah definitely evps would be a good subject to do um i will dig them out and try and get some the biggest one that obviously we've all witnessed um, that we can't explain now is the big announcement. <laughs> when I say the big announcement to the people listening now, it wasn't a big announcement. It was literally someone saying big announcement, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. It was, I have. It. I do have that EVP. I've still got that today. I've never got rid of it as well. I can't get rid of it. I no, will not no. get rid of it. No. And if you keep listening to it, it's trying, you're trying to put a face to it. Do you know what I mean? Do you do that as well? I, I try to put context to it. because Yeah, I, like an age. Is yeah, I just... 40-year-old, 30-year-old, something like that. I might as well, I might try and do, guys, if I can. I might, if I can, don't, you know, don't hold me to this, guys. I might actually try and edit that into this podcast. So if I don't, I am sorry. It's because my editing skills are not there. Or I might, because it's such a great EVP. Um, if not, we'll have a whole new section on it next week. Okay. Yeah, you, could do, you could do a podcast on EVPs and you yes. could have that as yeah, centerpiece. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, all the experiences I had with like Cash as well, the big announcement thing that happened is fantastic. But going on to the subject that you want to talk about, um, for me, that's sort of the link between. The spiritual world, as most people believe, obviously most people believe the spiritual world is all about people dying and then going, going to a better place, going to heaven through this portal that we hear about quite a lot. When people die, you go, you see the light, and you you get encouraged to go to the light, and it's it's actually led, you know, people are led to believe whether it's true or not. I don't know. We can't prove it. We can only go by what we hear and what we've experienced, and that is that. Um, some people choose not to go to the light and they hang around and so this is why we we have these investigations we go on and we we come across these spirits and they um obviously want to interact with us and also um like you've said to me russ before th there's situations where they have crossed over and we're just going we're actually interacting with their their presence that they used to have on this planet 
you know, like a recording. Like um, a residual energy. Like a residual energy, yeah. yeah. Um, but what I've sort of, as we sort of progressed through the years being together on Essex Ghost Hunters, there were times when I felt that some of the interactions were not of humans that sort of um, lived on this planet and then chose not to cross over or, like you say, the residuals. I felt that there could be other spiritual entities that are interacting with us and um, I believe that today. Um, one of the experiences was Fison's building. Do you remember that? Yes, yeah. Now, when we was investigating the Fison's building, I don't think it's there anymore, is it? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, the Fison's oh, building's it? still there, yeah. Oh, perhaps I shouldn't have mentioned the name because everyone's going to pull it over. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to try and find it first, though, Joe. They've got to try and That's find fair. it first. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Fison's building, I think, I don't know if we actually discussed it I don't know if each of us were saying to each other, I think it was me, you and Simon, wasn't it? I don't think Sandra was there. No, it was just me, you and Simon at this point, because we'd only just took a walk to try and find it, didn't we? Mm. And for some reason, we went on to this subject. I don't know why. I think we was getting sort of um, messages and interaction with things that didn't seem... Quite right. Yeah. Now, can I, you know, I'm just sorry, I'm just going to interrupt there because I'm, I'm trying to throw my mind back to the Fison's building. Was it when we was looking in the water? Yeah. It was? Mm. Right, okay, yeah, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. Yeah, I do remember that. Because my, my, my theory, not theory, but my thought at the time was that because it was like, um, it was swimming, wasn't it? It was in that, would you... Within the Fison's field, it went underground, sort of. So you looked down, and it was full of water. They'd flooded it, and you could see the stairwells and all that. It was very crystal clear water, and we looked down and stared into it for a while. And the energy coming out of it was totally different to, as Joe said, that just something that I'd never experienced before in in my spiritual journey. And I don't mm. think it was the same with Simon's as well. I think that the thing is. When, when we used to go on investigations with Essex Ghost Hunters in the past, you used to get historical information mm. about the, the, the lives that the person were living, whether they was destitute or wealthy or whether there was a murder taking place or an assault taking place or, or just a mixture of people with love in the air. You know, it doesn't have to be negative, does it? Yeah. Um, but we wasn't getting that, was we? We was getting... So is we was definitely getting a different energy, like because it was quite early on, um, mm. you know, when you joined us. I, you know, I, I don't know how far into the conversation we are, Joe, but did we at the time split this as a demonic presence at first? Probably, possibly. So because uh, it's how I say that, uh, listeners, is that you know, we've all got sort of different takes on, you know, what is what. I'm quite black and white to myself. I've got uh, a spirit that has lived. It doesn't matter what it's done on this earth, it's lived. That's a spirit. Mm. And then I've got demonic. There's two different to me. Um, so when we talk about this third, to me, when we talk about this third, that we're going to sort of elaborate a little bit more, that mm. is... You know, we, we use different terminologies, you know, you could use extraterrestrial or like we like to use the word alien because mm. it doesn't just limit it to a, a being from another planet. So 
looking back on it now, do we feel, Joe, and, you know, do you feel it could have been some form of alien sort of type creature? I, 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 I'll go on to that later on. I feel that the, there is a bit of um, an overlap. Whether it, when I say an overlap, I don't know if, whether there is a demonic, um, this dynamic energy as well as um, this alien extraterrestrial energy and we're confusing the two or whether they're separate. I feel that, that um, in most cases, demonic energy is um, alien energy. Right. I, I feel, I'll go into it later on, but I will mention the word now, which is a bit of a contentious word, and that's re reptilian. Right. And as soon as I say that, people will think of David Icke and the royal family, all reptiles and all that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't need to go into David Icke and, and the royals to sort of describe my feelings on the reptilians, but um, going back to the Fison's thing, yes, that could have been demonic, could have been alien. Another situation that you probably remember was when we went, we we done an investigation at um, the secret nuclear bunker that isn't very secret. We know yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we we um, can't keep that a secret, guys. That no, I think the Russians knew that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, yeah, if you remember that, there was there was an investigation we done there, and that that literally locked us down. I use that word as in locked down, like we are at the moment. We was locked into a room because we virtually got shepherded into a room because of an entity that we was experiencing, and then it wasn't just us, the investigators. It was the actual um, guests as well. Guests. It was. Which, yeah, which Sorry, I Joe. feel that is possibly similar to what we had at the Fison's building. Another situation that that's more recent was Arga Feng, which we still haven't. Well, not See. we. I, I still say we. I'm not part of Essex. No, Hosen. no, 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 no. But you was we was together, so we do say we. Um, as Essex Ghost Hunters, you know, you've had that up for two or three times. Two times it's been rained off, and the third yeah. time it's been down to the. Covid nineteen, I think, isn't it? Uh, no, we never has been. The, it was. It's all been sort of adverse weather. Mm, it's yeah. been. Um, I think one of them was a storm. To be fair, really strong winds. Mm. Um, I think it rained and rained and rained, didn't it? Yes, yeah. It was like a quagmire down there. Yeah. So there's no way he was going to be able to do an investigation S there. See, I, I, I'm quite. When we talk about these these three, I must admit. I, I did totally forget about the Fison's incident. Mm. That is now going over my head and it's going like clockwork. I would like to say that the the one in Arga Fen, I, I felt intimidated, but I never felt like I had to run. I never that's, felt, what made me, that's what made me think it was, it was more of a, uh, an alien. A benevolent alien encounter. Yeah, but the one in the Kelvin nuclear bunker, I I had genuine fear. Yeah, that wasn't benevolent. That was malevolent. That was like yeah, that I had genuine genuine fear mm. on that one. And uh, and I, uh, you know me, Joe. I try to work safety first. I would work try and get everyone safe to get us out of that room. I've worked. We all work tirelessly. 
to, to the point of getting us out of that room safe, um, spiritually safe. Um, the Fison's one, my mind takes me back to, I didn't feel like I wanted to run, but I didn't want to delve any deeper. But that sort of links me to the two Argafen. Mm. I feel they're sort of the same energies. If I look at it as a bigger picture, because obviously it was the first time I'd say Fison's was probably the first time that we'd come across something like that mm. to work in a way, probably there's what, there's probably about a seven years difference between that Fison's and Argafen. Probably I, not as much as that, but there was a big gap, yeah. So we've learned more as we've got there. Mm. Um, and I feel that could be that reasoning because we've learned more why them energies are them two energies are close together but the the my i would definitely like to say well my opinion of the one at kelvedon i would say that was 100 percent demonic for me i would say it was 100 percent malevolent whether it was yeah it depends what you term demonic so you, the demonic always sort of conjures up this religious um connotation of the opposite to Jesus, the opposite to um, the good of the church, the good of the Christian religion, really, isn't it? Yes, yeah. But you don't, I don't know what your belief is, your belief is with religion and Christ and Christianity, but you don't mean, do you mean demonic in that terms? I think demonic, to me, a demonic presence is something, an energy, an entity, or something that has never touched our earth plane mm. that is desperate to touch our earth plane and that will take you however it wants to take you um it feeds on us as a person it takes everything that we love and know away and our belief is then thrown into total dis dismay um mm. And then it takes, you know, I'm not saying it takes life, but it can take us to a point of that. And that's got its need to be able to step foot somewhere mm. in a broader place. Now, I think sort of our alien friends are a much higher, I don't want to say higher personnel because I don't, I think they're much more cleverer. I think they are more evolved and adept to us and i do i think if i remember rightly that when we was at argafen and we looked up it was at the bottom of that hill wasn't it that we looked up on yeah in the ravine yeah and it was almost that we thought they was telling us that they can't communicate because we're not ready for it or not powerful enough to receive that information mm. was that sort of what we was getting Yes, and I felt that we, we had to go back, but I don't think we've been back since then. No. Well, once this official lockdown is over, we're going back now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you know, you, you say, you know, you felt that at the um, bunker is more demonic, not alien, but we don't know the differences, do we? we no. We rely no. on what we've been taught, what we've read in the books, what we watch on YouTube, what we've been taught by... Like you brought up Yvonne quite a few times in your podcasts, you know, she was your teacher, yeah, and she taught me a bit as well. And 
you know, she's a fantastic lady and um, we rely on them people and they get their knowledge from the same thing. So it's all about who's right and who's wrong. You don't know, do we? We'll never, and I don't think we ever will. There is definitely no right or wrong. That's why we love these conversations. Mm. Two people sitting here just talking about uh, our or not our beliefs or opinions or whatever you want to choose it, guys. We're not sitting here and preaching to you that this is work, you know, this is how it is. It's not. This is just our beliefs. Yeah. What we believe this, this, you know, I like to call it a third presence is, is about. It is from another realm, another place that is above our, our earth, another universe. Um, another dimension. You, exactly. Um, mm. I, it's something that as a person I don't tend to focus on too much because after what we were sort of told at, or a belief that we had at Argafen that we was too, too you know not strong enough or our minds can't compute what information they could give us mm. I don't know what um I don't know how that would affect us if we got that information. No, but I would hope that they was intelligent enough, even if they were super way advanced, to be able to sort of um, um, bring it down a bit and be able to sort of explain in what context can they not communicate with us. They must be able to sort of, not translate, but sort of, um, well, yeah, translate. I think that's true. Yeah, yes, it, because as uh, as you know, working as mediums and talking to spirit, we'll put it as a, you know, if we find a French spirit who can talk French like we did in Harridge Fault, yeah, he spoke to us in sort of an English, so we could understand. Yeah. Um. Why doesn't that happen from, you know, the 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 extraterrestrial or alien side of things? I don't know. I don't know if they've you know, are they so far advanced that, you know, for Hollywood, gonna, if we they give us one bit of information, our minds blow up and our heads some, just explode. I don't yeah, know. Some, te some teachers say that we're, some teachers or people in the, in the um, media domain sort of state that they feel that the aliens don't feel that we're ready to even know they exist because it would be too much of a shock to the system. Look how much this this lockdown is, is a shock to the system. If if suddenly the the United States government or a government of the world decided to let let on what's really going on, I mean I've got my opinions on that as well. I don't think the human race could take the shock of it. No, I, I totally agree. But without um, going off on a tangent, back to what we were saying about the different types. Um, if you cast your mind back a few years ago, I brought up a guy. A subject um, that this guy was uh, covering, um, thankfully on YouTube, which I'll get a lot of information from. His name is Robert Bingham. And if anyone listening wants to look that up, um, it's Robert Bingham, B I N G H I M. Um, and he's a guy in Los Angeles, which for some reason, I don't know what you think about this, Russ, but for some reason, they seem to get an awful lot of. Um, activity in los angeles i know you could probably argue it's hype yeah but like roswell was sort of in that vicinity 
you know, all of, all in them sort of areas, they seem to get a lot of activity. I don't know if that's where it's because there's a lot of bases out there, US bases out there, possibly could be the reason. Yeah, I, I, I generally think, you know, in context to sort of us little England is very small to mm. the grand scale of America. They've probably got a lot more scientific research centres. Um, I'm not saying, you know, Great Britain doesn't dabble in that no. sort of thing, but I do believe that the people like, you know, you know, the Americans, the Chinese and the Russians are, are very much involved mm. in, I won't say contact with, you know, aliens or anything like that, but yeah. they have a lot of knowledge. Mm. They, as, as you, on my, my, my <coughs> opinion is exactly the same as yours, Joe. But anyway, going back, sorry, going back to this Robert Bingham, um, yeah, what he does basically for your listeners is that he stands on a mountaintop, hilltop, or sometimes buildings, and he basically opens up his um, aura. The video. Lost your video. Did you lost. That's it. So I lost you for a minute. Um, there must have been a call coming in. I don't know who that is. Anyway, um, yeah, back to Robert Bingham. He, he basically, he um, stands on rooftops and mountains and hills in the vicinity of like Los Angeles, Hollywood area. And basically he opens up his um, um, solar plexus, projecting pure love up to the sky and actually asking in his head for um, the, the, the spiritual beings to come forward and show themselves in whatever way they can. Now what they have been doing mainly is they look like I don't know if you can remember watching the videos, but they look like balloons, metallic balloons. You know the yes, um, yeah, the classic balloons that you can buy at the seaside with the, the metallic key full of helium on a string, and they obviously float around. They actually look like these balloons, and <clears throat> people that are sort of um, sceptical about it, saying, "Well, that's all they are—just a balloon flying around." But his, um, his argument is, well, there's, this is a massive Los Angeles sky. You look up, there's nothing there, and all of a sudden this appears. And if, if you look carefully at some of his videos, they're very clear. You can see it actually shifting and changing shape. It's incredible. And I believe that this is a form of ex extraterrestrial that's not visible. And they can just try and they can show themselves by doing these sort of things, showing themselves as a craft. There's a balloon, sort of like the classic one was that Tic Tac. Did you see that recently on the news about, um, about three or four months ago? It was on the national news with the, um, the fighter pilot had a video recording of the Tic Tac like yes. object. Yes, I did see that, yeah. The, I feel again that is another alien that is projecting itself as an object so that we can see it and then not necessarily being a craft. Although yeah. I would say that there are craft out there, but they're on they're a different ET again or alien again. I think we're sort of trying to sort of put we're trying to put them all into boxes so we can sort of categorise them all. Yeah, but there's too many to sort of categorise. It, it, it's um, I, I remember you sending me the uh, 
video of the Robert Bingham when I when you first found it. Um, that was going mm. back a couple of years ago, and at first I was very skeptical about it, mm. and I just thought, you know what, it's uh, just another, you know, just another eccentric person out there that's, you know, just causing, you know, it's it's, it's opinion, I suppose. Mm. But I don't. I remember we went to a we went on a walk over somewhere near Burnham. Remember yeah. we went to find that pillbox or the, the gun, the gun, the gun mount near Burnham somewhere, wasn't it? Just through the end of Burnham. And when we was walking back, we decided, you and Simon decided that you was going to have a go at calling the extraterrestrials forward. I am sorry to interrupt this podcast, guys, but we have come to our allotted time slot for this week so because we me and joe were talking away chatting like a good one we have decided that we will turn this week's podcast into part one of part of two episodes so next week you will get the end of the story and a chat about the paranormal and links to extraterrestrials or, or, or aliens whatever you you sort of now are beginning to come to it doesn't matter if you're not or if you are um so if you have any questions regarding the subjects uh, we've been talking about in this episode part one uh, please feel free to contact us on all the social media outlets that we have on facebook instagram or twitter you can just send us a good old email at info at essexghosthunters.co.uk. Uh, pop over to the website, www.essexghosthunters.co.uk. I want to thank everyone who is downloading and enjoying the podcasts. And please, I hope to see you again next week as we finish off part of, of this episode in our part two. Thank you ever so much for joining.